Happiness, like pain, is not constant. It comes and it goes. And if we are not able to be with the pain that's here for us or for the other person who's talking with us, that pain will stay. It will harden. It will turn into our personality, our way of being, or it will turn into resentment, grievance, or judgment. And when pain turns into resentment, grievance, or judgment, we generate the experience of divisiveness and disconnection. That's why it's important to be able to be with pain. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you have more peace and more harmony in all your relationships. This is the third of three episodes on the three qualities of transformative communication. In case you missed the previous ones, the three qualities of transformative communication are the ability to communicate with clarity, with confidence, and with compassion. In episode 28, I talked about communicating with clarity. Then in episode 29, I shared about communicating with confidence. And in this episode, we are going to focus on how to communicate with compassion. I have loved the word compassion since I first learned it. The first few times I heard the word compassion in spiritual literature, that word sounded so soft and gentle. Plus, I thought, hey, it has the word passion in it, and I consider myself a very passionate person. But then I learned more about the etymology of the word compassion, and its meaning deepened for me. If we look at the origin of the word compassion from ancient Greek, we find that it's made up of two words, com, which means with, and passion, which means pain. In the history of the word compassion, Latin adopted it to mean to be with the pain of another. Ah, this meaning really resonated with my heart and my soul because the act of being with the pain of another brings us together. It closes the gap of divisiveness and enmity with other human beings. Even if we have different backgrounds, different views, different cultures, compassion, the ability to be with the pain of another brings us together. It brings us together because at one point or another in our lives, we all experience pain. Pain is a universal human experience. So when we tap into compassion, we accompany another person in their particular flavor of pain in the same human experience. There are different kinds of pains. Some are tiny and some are enormous. Some are superficial and some are very deep. Some are serious and some others are humorous. And for one reason or another, 
we all experience them. Some wisdom traditions like Buddhism have a detailed understanding of this. In Buddhism, there's something called the Four Noble Truths About Life. The first truth says that there's pain in life. And pain can take many forms. As I share some of these forms with you, if you're able, take a moment to close your eyes to see how each different form of pain feels in your body. Pain can take the form of frustration, dissatisfaction, anguish, hurt. It can take the form of disappointment, sadness, grief, insecurity, fear. It can also take the form of self-doubt, anger, sorrow, annoyance, anxiety. Pain can take the form of heartbreak, impatience, depression, irritation, and it can also take the form of hopelessness, boredom, despair, stress, or tension, tiredness, confusion, hate, and it can take the form of loneliness, numbness, jealousy, restlessness, shock, or even envy, trauma, disconnection, Wow, lots of forms, right? And these are just a good few ones. To communicate with compassion, it means to be able to be with these different forms or flavors of pain within us and be able to accompany others in their experience of these forms of pain. Now, you may be thinking, really? Why on earth would I want to be with my pain or the pain of others? I know, in this world, at this current time, you often hear more messages like, you need to be happy, you need to smile, or else you are a downer and you will bring down the positive vibration for everyone. (laughs) So hear me out. While happiness is extremely important, Happiness, like pain, is not constant. It comes and it goes. And if we are not able to be with the pain that's here for us or for the other person who's talking with us, that pain will stay. It will harden. It will turn into our personality, our way of being, or it will turn into resentment, grievance, or judgment. And when pain turns into resentment, grievance, or judgment, we generate the experience of divisiveness and disconnection. That's why it's important to be able to be with pain. But let me illustrate this, because I see this constantly when I work with couples who come to me for communication coaching. I'll give you an example from a couple I had the honor of supporting. We'll call them Mallory and Charlie. Mallory and Charlie were about to get married. They had been together for some time. Their lives were very intertwined and they really loved each other. They came to me for the same reason most couples come to me. When I first met them, Mallory said, Alejandra, we are from different backgrounds. And because we grew up in very different worlds, we fight a lot. 
we have very heated arguments that leave us both wondering if getting married is a good idea. And then Charlie added, we both want to be right about the issue at hand because it makes sense from our perspective, but we're growing apart. As I worked with Mallory and Charlie, and I heard them communicate with one another about the other, I could very easily see that their struggle wasn't 100% due to their different backgrounds. Their struggle was because of lack of compassion in their communication. Charlie didn't know how to be with Mallory's pain because he kept bringing up that he had conquered a very painful childhood. So when Mallory shared an experience of her pain, he would label these experiences as nothing. This is so small. Or he would label her as sensitive and say to her, you are too sensitive. In turn, Mallory would complain that she didn't feel heard or understood by Charlie. She would then criticize him as selfish and harsh. Ah, oh, can you just feel the pain here with these two wonderful, loving, intelligent people? So the work with them was to teach them to communicate with compassion. Communication is not just speaking or using words. We communicate with our bodies, like with our gestures, facial expression, eye contact. We communicate with our energy and also with our behaviors and with our listening. As Charlie learned about the various flavors or forms of pain and learned to listen to Mallory and then accompany her in her experience, he started to understand that Mallory wanted to share her life experience with him as an act of closeness, togetherness, and love. And sometimes she wanted him to see how she had resolved a painful experience with courage, creativity, or skill. And that's why she was sharing this with him. The more compassion Charlie cultivated in his heart and in his communication, the closer he fell to Mallory and the more he learned about her. In fact, in one coaching session, Charlie said to me, Alejandra, being able to have compassion for Mallory, let me discover all these things about her that I wasn't seeing before because I was not allowing her to show me. I can tell you that my eyes get misty in many of my coaching sessions, and in that moment, they certainly did. This is what compassion does. It opens our hearts to another person. It lets us see another human being more deeply. It lets us connect in a more meaningful way, a way in which the idea of fighting, criticizing, shaming, judging has no room to exist. As Charlie tapped more into his quality of compassion in his communication, Mallory labeled Charlie selfish and harsh less and less. Mallory started criticizing Charlie less often too. And she also started to pay attention to Charlie's physical and energetic communication cues. She started to understand when he had space to learn. 
and she was able to see when Charlie himself was experiencing some flavor or form of pain and just tell him that she wanted to connect with him and that she wanted to know what he was experiencing. And she became more aware about her real intention when she was about to share something with Charlie. Communicating with compassion brought them closer together. Mallory and Charlie did get married, and they have a lovely child together now. See, this is what happens when you learn to communicate with compassion. No, I am not saying that you are going to get married and have a child, although that could happen if that's what you would like. Now, what I mean is that when you communicate with compassion, when you are able to be with the pain of another, that pain shifts. And what you have is a deeper and more meaningful sense of connection and togetherness. When you are able to accompany others through their pain, that pain subsides. It gets transformed. It doesn't get stuck. And I'm going to reveal something very, very important here. If you want connection in your life, if you want less fighting in your relationships, you need to learn to communicate with compassion. And if you want to live in a world with greater equity, more tolerance and less hatred, less divisiveness, less racism, sexism, less bigotry, then you have to learn to communicate with compassion. And if you're not sure you can, I am here to tell you that you have the capacity to communicate with compassion. It is something that can be learned. I learned it. Charlie and Mallory learned it. You can too. So I want to teach you now something that you can do towards communicating with compassion. I know that this will take time. It's a big step what I'm about to teach you. So lean in and really listen. The first step to communicate with compassion is to get to know these flavors or forms of pain in yourself so that then you can accompany others in their flavors or forms of pain. You heard me say this before. Transformative communication starts within. So get to know these forms of pain within you. You can get to know them by naming your current experience using just one word. For example, you could say, right now I'm experiencing sadness. Or right now I'm experiencing frustration. Or right now I'm experiencing grief. And really notice how that feels. When you get to know your experience, it's easier to make space for the experience of others. It's easier to accompany others in their experience and communicate with compassion. Now, if you also want others to accompany you in your experience, then please share this podcast with a friend or with someone with whom you'd like to have a meaningful relationship. My wish is that in my lifetime, I can help as many people as possible communicate with clarity, with confidence, and with compassion 
so that we can have a world with fewer conflicts, greater trust, and meaningful connection for all members of our human family. And now, let's recap what you've learned here. Transformative communication or language alchemy has three distinct qualities. The ability to communicate with clarity, with confidence, and with compassion. In this episode, I shared that compassion happens when we are able to be with the pain of others. I also talked about various flavors or forms of pain that we experience at a universal human level. Then I shared how a couple I coached was able to cultivate compassion in their communication and obtain the greatest benefit of compassion, a heart that is open to connect to another person in a meaningful way. I also share some huge side benefits of compassion, dissolving divisiveness, intolerance, and actually dissolving greater pain. As usual, let me know how all this resonates with you. If you're willing, leave a review on your favorite podcast platform or connect with me directly by sending me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. You can find me by looking for Language Alchemy. Before I say goodbye, let me tell you once again that you can learn to communicate with compassion. You deserve to be accompanied in your life experience and the people in your life also deserve the same. Thank you so much for listening and a special thanks to my clients Lauren and Tim for the work they did to bring more compassion to their communication. May you communicate with greater compassion. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao ciao! Original music by Gary Lapoe. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com. Thank you.